is real. This is raw. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Kramer Show. And this is KramerShow.net. And I need, like, and I get it. She could totally get laid a million more times than I could. But I just... Just like one time, be like, "Hey, I appreciate you being yeah. a good person." See, I'm on. I, I'm on that. Uh, we'll, we'll just roll yeah. with, with it here. Kramer, uh, Burt Kreischer in the studio, <clears throat> and I. You know, I interview a lot of comics, and uh, there was a, a mad rush back in the uh, green room when you when you came in. They're like, "He's here." And uh, Megan, one of our uh, top forty girls, she's like, I just, I love him so much. Uh, he, I, I just, I, I have like this man. She, I mean, she was really seriously freaking out, you know, about you coming. And she's like, she really? was naming off all the TV shows you've been on and uh, the, the Comedy Central stuff that you've done. I mean, she's really, really a big fan. So, but we, you and I were just talking about our our wives. Yeah. And isn't shouldn't it be okay for us to say, mother effer, uh, lately they've been getting on my nerves. Dude. They say that about us all the time. Oh, oh, oh! I get thrown under the bus all the time. Like it, all, the, we're going through a renovation right now, and everyone's like, "How are you dealing with Bert?" And I and I have to like shrug it off and be like, "I know, I'm a big jerk." Right, right. But no one ever flips that around. Like, like, hey, how's having sex with a 45 year old? Like, no one ever. I said something. I said something the other day. I got in trouble for this. This is like, by the way, if you're a woman and you get offended very easily. Turn the radio down for 10 seconds. Ah, screw them. This is because this sent my wife through the roof. I noticed that her arms were getting fat. Oh, God. You cannot bring that up. You cannot. Like, I just. And it's, and you're, you're, he pointed like to exactly where like, it is. And that, dude, that is such a soft spot with women. That's like, a, that's like us having small junk. A woman, <laughs> when she, her arms get bigger, it just. And I said something. And my wife's like, what? Like, how did you it. bring that up, though? What, what did like, you say? I don't know. I, I, I was trying to say that the glass was half full, like, because I looked and I saw it, and then I was like, that's a, a young man thought is to look at a woman's arms and go, they're fat. But right. When you're when you're my age, you look at them, you're like, you know what? At least she still has arms. <laughs> like, that was, and I thought I thought that, and I thought it was funny, so I shared it with her, and I was like. And she just didn't find it funny at all. She's like, "Why were you looking at my arms like that?" And I was like, "No, this is a like it's an idea I had about right. how you get older, your standards." I was like, "If you came yeah. home with no arms, knocking on the door with your forehead, I'd be like, that's a game changer." But little bit of arms, and she just was like, "Do not talk about that on stage." Oh my god, that's oh. And now here we are talking about it on the radio, yeah. which is great. She's yeah, she's she, not here. She's right? not here. She's, she shouldn't even listen to radio in L.A. Oh, dude, let me tell you something. Uh, I noticed this last weekend. The house was all, you know, and I'm not like a clean freak, but I like things clean. And yeah. when you got a kid and you got animals, you got a dog running around, it gets harder, right? Yeah. And so, and I get that, okay. right? So yeah. when I was, I, I like sing- where we're going with this. When I was single, I, I mean, I kept my place immaculate. And when a girl would come over, she'd be like, "Oh my god," you know, it was clean. So. A little bit, a little bit of loosening up as as you go through the marriage. You you, you know, you, but but my wife will leave shoes uh, here, and then she'll leave a, a the the hair blower in the in the bathroom. You know, little things like that. And every time I see it, I put it away. If I see the hair dryer, I put it away. If I okay. see her pair of shoes, I put it away. Eventually, after like two weeks, you blow up and you go, God damn. 
damn it. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what? You don't ever say anything about those disappearing shoes yeah. or the disappearing hair dryer or the, the, the disappearing 100 bottles of nail polish. See, you don't ever say anything you, about you're that. You're like my wife in this scenario. I'm like your wife. Really? I'm a, like my wife the other day decided she was going to organize the garage. And then she's like, you're not going to help? And I go, no, that you wanted to do that. Yeah, well, hey. Like, that was your idea to organize a garage. My idea was to sit on the couch and watch <laughs> football. Hey, like, I, that's true. Yeah. She that like, happens, I think, in, in every marriage. Yeah, and she goes, yeah, she's like, well, the garage needs to be organized. I go, it totally does. And it seems like you want to do it, so why don't you do it? And then she's like, well, you're not going to help me? I was like, no, that wasn't my idea. Like, But my wife is like, she'll, do you do this? When I'm, uh, if I, I'll be cutting uh, onions and then I'll go, and my wife will take the wa- knife and wash it. And oh, I'm like, I'm, God. I'm not done with that knife. Wow. Like, I'll turn around, and the the things I have just used are gone. You wow. You something really crazy I did? This is secret time. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> she's, I, she's driving me crazy in the kitchen, and I was just, and I'm sitting there, and I, I, I'm cutting onions behind her, and I had the knife in my hand, and she's just back to me. And in my head, I'm like, Life is so fragile. I haven't. I could totally kill her right now. I could stay. <laughs> it, was like, it felt like just skydiving. I was like, I could totally murder her right now. I could carve her fat arms off right now. <laughs> that's, and that's how it starts. And then trying to get rid of the body. Good luck. You're like, I can do it right now, Don. You're like, oh, man, I didn't think this through. Uh, how am I going to get those fat arms down if, the disposal? If my wife, my wife, by the way, my wife's arms aren't even that fat. Like, if she heard this, she'd be like, please show up a picture of me. But uh, yeah, she's. If I end up dying, uh, she totally killed me. And don't try to prosecute her; she deserves to kill me. <laughs> so, what else has been going on with you, man? I mean, are you are you focusing on stand up? You're taking a little break from no, the, I'm, you know. I'm ta- I I I kind of you know I'm I'm obsessed with this thing Google Trends. Do you ever you know anything about Google Trends? No, I don't. Not really. It's, it's almost a way to track your career. You go to Google Trends, you type in your name, and you can see the spikes of how often people look you up and how people. And I found oh. that in production, my spikes dropped astronomically. And when I was doing stand up, my spikes raised. So in my head, I was like, the only way to get more successful in this world is to do stand up, to be on the road, be doing radio, and kind of like get yourself out there. Yeah. And I just did an hour special for Showtime, and they saw it, and then they offered me another one right away. Oh, well, and so cool. I was like, I was like, all right. I talked to travel, and I was like, I need we need to take some time off so that I can focus on stand-up. Because I think if my hour special comes out, it's coming out, I think, in November, if that does well, and then the other one does well, then that'll increase the ratings of all my TV shows. And and it won't be this, like, I feel like I'm just, I'm spinning plates right now. Yeah. I was like, I want to focus on one thing. I do stand-up really well. And so I want to focus on stand-up, and uh, my podcast is like, my podcast numbers have taken off. And it's because, you know, it's, Travel Channel is a fun job, but it's... It's the greatest job you could ever have. If anyone ever offers it to you, take it. But man, it is a taxing job yeah. on your family and on everything. Well, you're traveling a lot, and just that, that's Africa just in and a, that's a, a pain. That's a real, real you know thing. I mean, I remember a, getting a phone call saying, "Hey, can you fly to um, Hawaii uh, Thursday?" <clears throat> and I remember going, "Yeah." And then I was like, "And they're like, we can fly you out Thursday night." And I was like, "Nah, I'll stay through the weekend." And then they were like, great. And then I realized, oh, I'm going by myself. Like, oh, my kid's shot. Yeah. Oh, this stinks. But like, but you, I, you travel, like go to New Zealand for a month. Go to, go to Fiji for two weeks. Go to, and like, and then you look back, you're like, I've been there seven years. I've traveled around the world. I've done more stuff than I could ever imagine. 
but like I feel like I've missed my child's children growing up. I feel like I've missed like I I I canceled so many comedy dates and all of a sudden now I'm just finally getting to my do my hour at Showtime and I'm like oh like I really got to focus on stand up. So that's where my head. I don't at. know. You know when you have kids, you, I think I think we overthink it. You know I think we overthink you know spending a, a week away or you know like we got to be there every moment for every little thing and I but don't think they're I don't think go, they're ever going to remember that. You know? I, but I look at them and I go. I, you were just a baby, like you were just yeah. a baby, and now you're using my phone to text. And- uh, dude, I know it, my my kid is twelve. He's the center of my mine's, life. Mine's twelve too. I yeah. got a twelve and a ten year old. Okay, cool. So you know, I mean, when they're about the same age. Yeah, you know, it's uh, like uh, little things uh, when you're tender hearted about your kids. Like little things. My kid got in his first fight oh, the other day, dude, and that just rocked me. You know, shut that. Up. Ha- that happened to you? No, no. Uh, well, the kid said something about him, and I found out that my kid put, shoved the kid off his bike because he was he was angry. And my kid, it never in a million years would I expect him to do that. Yeah. And I, I didn't really know how to react to it because I was like, he stood up for himself. You know, he was angry, but at the same time, you, you know, you can't go around shoving people. So that's a very delicate thing. And what the kid had said about him would have pissed me off too, right? You know. Yeah. So that that gets hard. Dude, my daughter goes to public middle school in L.A., so you can imagine that it, yeah. it can get rough. Sure, I'm, and I'm I sure. I said to her one time, she goes, no, nah, it was at break time, I like to go to the library and read. And I was like, I was like, why don't you go out to the, like, to, I, I call it Gen Pop, but, but <laughs> why don't you go out to the yard right, like, right. where everyone's out there? And she's like, Smoke a doobie, right? She's yeah. like, Dad, you have no idea how rough these kids are. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah. She's like, like... Everyone says the N word. Like, I oh mean, my that, god! White kids and black kids and Mexican kids are all saying the N word, and I'm just like, what? Like, and then you start thinking, like, I go, we, I was like, maybe we'll put you in a private school. And she's like, no, I love my friends, I love the school, but it's just tough. You, you know, it's so funny, man. I grew up. I first, I started smoking pot when I was 14, and I look back, it would break my heart. Oh my god! If my daughter started smoking pot in two years, I I, I break would break yeah, my absolutely. heart. Absolutely, if she and her friends went to a pool hall <laughs> and scored a bag of weed and got high behind a dumpster, <laughs> I would be I would fall apart. And it's, then my wife's like, "You got to talk to her about drugs." And I was like, "How? Because you know that she's gonna go, Dad. Have you ever done drugs?" And I'm gonna be like, "Uh, yeah." They're like, what, you just what gotta advice, be straight up, dude. Yeah, what advice do I give her? Just take half. Like, <laughs> like I don't like it's like I I don't know like. The, I don't know. It, it's the, that's one of the things where I'm pretty open about the sex, and you know, I, I'll talk to my kid about anything. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I, it doesn't bother me, and 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 I'll, I'll do it to the point where it embarrasses him, and he's like, "Shut up," you know. Uh, so I keep that open just in case there's you know something going on where you know you can come to me. You know, don't don't feel like I'm gonna freak out just because yeah. you know you're talking about sex or, or pot or whatever. I want to hear it, you know. Yeah. Or at least I pretend. I was I pretend watching. I, hear it. I was watching Cheech and Chong. And my 10-year-old walked in, and she's watching it, and she's just sitting. I'm sitting in my recliner, and she's standing by my recliner watching it. And she looks at me, and she goes, are they special needs? <laughs> I went, no, baby, they're not. She's like, why are they so slow? And I was like, "It's that's their character. It's a character movie. She's like, are they, are they something wrong with them? And I was like, 
Never mind. Don't worry about it. And then, but you know what's so funny is we got a homeless person trying to break into our house. We're, we're, we're under construction. Where the hell do you live? L.A. I mean, dude, it is so. <laughs> Your kids are smoking pot in the, and out in the, the <laughs> gin pop. Yeah, you got it, homeless people breaking in. It's time I, for an upgrade, dude. It's sadly, I have a, a, an extremely expensive house. It's just you cannot. Dude, the streets meet your door when you live in LA. Yeah, like you, it just I'm, happens. I'm that just, way. I'm just saying. Yeah, but, but so a homeless guy breaks into your house. A homeless what happened? girl tries to break into our house. I'm in the front yard. We're renovating, so you're there. I'm, I'm in the front yard smoking a cigar by a tree, right? <laughs> like I'm just sitting over in the corner smoking a cigar with a glass of wine, and she doesn't see me. She tries to break into our backyard, and I'm like, this is not. And I have a 130 pound bull mastiff. Wow, who just immediately goes after. I go, yo, yo, what are you doing? I start barking at her like the dog's going after her. I'm going after her. She's completely unfazed, high on heroin, just wow. completely unfazed. Dude, it takes a lot to shake a heroin addict. And so <laughs> uh, she leaves. The cops show up. Uh, the cops come out, and the girls are freaked. They're spooked. They're like, someone tried to break into our house. So I say to the cops, I go, hey, would, it, would you guys mind if I bring my daughters down here? And you guys just talk to him for two seconds and just tell him, you know, just say you're being circling in the neighborhood. You'll be keeping an eye on the house. And like, yeah, don't worry about it. So the girls come down. My girls get down here. They come down and they're acting so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and they're like one of them. Isla made a lollipop that said with a note that said, you are my heroes to the cops. Gave it to the cops. Wow. Cops are like, girls, we're going to be doing this. And George is like, okay, we're going to go back in the house. I go, okay. So I go, hey, thank you, guys. So I start walking back with them. I go, Georgia, what's the matter? She goes, Dad, we're all wearing marijuana shirts. <laughs> they had shirts from a dispensary on. Oh, no. <laughs> I had a shirt. Said, instead of the North Face, it said the dope stick. And it was a marijuana leaf. Like, it's like, we're all wearing marijuana shirts. <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Bert Kreischer, uh, tonight, 8 and 10 30, Saturday, 7 and 10, and then on Sunday uh, at 7. Tickets, get them 419 931 3474. Bert, pleasure, man. I could talk to you all day long. I love you it. so much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. When people say stupid shit, stupid shit, we're there every step of the way. Here's Gary Busey on Big Brother. Talking about feeling Patrick Swayze's ghost. Patrick Swayze, God bless him. He came through me the other day when I was sitting on a bench above the ocean. Patrick Swayze's spirit, and I saw it. He came right through me, and my dad, who died August 1st, 1975, came right through me. Well, I've been to the other side after my death, after brain surgery. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't need so that I got experience. a connection with that spiritual world. Is it you a good connection? It. You have it, whether you like it or not. Yeah, but now you're aware. Is it a good connection or a bad it's the, It's a divine connection. Nothing's bad unless you want it to be. you got to take it the way it is, buddy, or you don't get it. Sucking the brain cells right out of your head. This is The Kramer Show on KramerShow.net.